This is Move Out the Way with Alicia Lee and Angelina Rosario. This podcast was created to clear your path and balance your mind, body, and soul. Hello, MOTW tribe. Happy 2021. This is Alicia, and I am here with Angelina. Woo! Yes, from Miami (laughs) to Dubai. That's where we Uh, are. (laughs) We are, you know, recording from around the world right now. If you follow us on Instagram, uh, you know that I've been posting a little content from Dubai. I'm currently out here for business, and Angelina's in Miami. So I'm living in the future right now, recording (laughs) at... 9.30 9.30 p.m. on what day is it today? Saturday? What day is it for you? Are you Friday or Saturday in Miami? Today is Saturday, but did you hear yourself just say 9.30? You know, there was a time when we were getting ready at 9.30 to have dinner. And oh my God. So go to bed right now. I don't know that person anymore. <laughs> um, I was thinking, I'm like, Wow. Happy 2021, everyone. Um, We are excited. This is our first episode of season two. And, you know, we have a lot going on, but we did not want to miss out on getting together to record and to talk to and connect with our community. So we're happy to have you here listening to us. And we want to dive into this episode that's really going to be about things we're leaving behind in 2020. Right, Antelina? That's what you wanted to talk about, right? Things you're leaving yeah, behind in 2020? Yeah, it's going to be a conversation. It, it, there's nothing formal, guys. This is us having a conversation, being authentic. A lot has transpired in 2020. Oh, and so much. Still happening in 2021. While we were about to record last week, I had a death. Um, in my family. So it's just been a lot happening in the whole, the whole conversation. See how we have to pivot so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's been a lot. It's been a lot, a lot of grieving, a lot of things. And, you know, it's so funny because I had a lot of death in 2020. I like nine and then I lost a cousin two weeks ago. And it's just, we've had so many things, so, so much around us. And I think so many people are disappointed going into 2021 right now because we're still in the pandemic, right? There was this, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny because it's like, everyone's like, yeah, 2020 is over, but like COVID's not over. You know, the <laughs> pandemic is not over. And so here we are, it's 2021, but we're still at it. We're going you know, things are happening little by little, life is still going on. And I really do want to touch on some of the things that um, I'm leaving behind. Like Angelina, when you asked me this, I thought it was a really great question because I had to sit there and take some time to reflect. I actually didn't take the time to think about what am I leaving in in 20, behind in 2020? And it was a, re- a really good journaling prompt for me. Mm-hmm. And I took the time and I wrote down three things, you know, that I felt were really important for me to leave in 2020. And for me, the number one thing is relationships that no longer serve me. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I think good one. 2020 gave me a lot of time to evaluate relationships in my life. It gave me I had a lot of hardships. I had a lot of major life moments and change and transition and things happen. And I know that 
everyone's going through things, right? So I think 2020 is a tough year to judge any of your friends or people around you because we were all going through so much. But it was also a moment for me to realize who really showed up and was really there mm. for me during these moments. And like that stood out to me. So I I took the time to really evaluate the relationships around me and made sure that the people that I am investing my time in are all on the same wavelength as me. Because to your point, Ange, like you just made the comment about we used to be getting ready for dinner at nine o'clock and going (laughs) out and hitting the clubs and living it up. And like, that's not my life anymore. And so Mm -hmm. I'm surrounded now by a community of people who are on the same page and working and aligned with the same things I am from like a mind, body, spiritual standpoint. And so I think that was one thing I decided to leave behind or just relationships that don't serve me. So um, it's, it's not possible to keep so many friendships, you know? So Alicia, this is a great point. So walk me through that process. If someone is now in 2021 and saying, you know what, I need to change my environment. The people mm-hmm. that I I've hung out with no longer serve me. How did you mm-hmm. go about it? Well, I'm actually going to quote one of our favorite people, Les Brown. You know, you know, he has a thing that he says, OQP, he only keeps only quality people around him. And Amen. Yeah, like only quality people, and that can mean so many different things. It depends on what quality means to you and how you interpret quality, right? And so for me, it's just, people who are aligned with me and people who are there for me. And so if someone's listening to this and they feel like they're in this transition, they don't know the next steps or how to identify or what to do. You know, I actually went as far as listing out the -hmm. people I engage with regularly, who I'm spending time with, who's part of my COVID circle, what cities we lived in. You know, I've lived in multiple cities and I like went back and highlighted the people I felt so deeply connected with that I knew I can't lose this person. I need to invest more time in this friendship, like the ones that really mattered. And when I looked at it, it was a very small list when it comes down to it, you know? And um, so I think just taking the time to write this down, you know, do like a brain dump of your relationships and, think about them and see how they fit. And you know what? There's different friends for different seasons and moments in your life. And that's okay. You know? And I think that it's just a matter of how you're going to start prioritizing people based on the time that you have left and where you are in your life. And so that's kind of how I did it was just kind of this list and where does everybody fit? Who's on the same wavelength? Like, where are we and who's going to ride with me into the next chapter of my life? Because I know how much I've evolved and not that, you know, there was like this, we're no longer friends. It's just my effort and energy is really focused within one core group, which is really the people you're engaging with most often, you know? That's beautiful. I think it is a perfect quote. Um, Tell me your closest five friends and I'll tell you where you're going in life. Mm. And it's yeah. you just said something very, to me, um, very profound. You said the, the list was actually smaller. Yeah. I, it, and I wonder, out of curiosity, since you did that exercise, how many people ended up on your list? Oh, I don't have that notebook with me in Dubai. Um, 
Yeah, I can't recall, but I feel like my actual list was probably like five people. It was like on one hand. Yeah, it was like on one hand. Super cool. So if anyone And then there was, you know, the extension of other friends, but like the real core group. That's awesome. That is really great. So 2020, so that was one cleaning out your closet when it comes to your friends. Yeah, cleaning out the closet, just relationships as a whole, you know. Sometimes I even feel like there are people who are hanging around you because of what you do for a living Mm. or an opportunity or to be in a certain room or whatever it is. And with all that stuff shaken up now, there's no parties to attend. There's there's nothing going on. You can't serve them in any way now. All of a sudden, were they really ever your friend or were they just hanging on for other reasons, you know? And so it was good to kind of look into all of that. You know, it's interesting you say relationships, <laughs> Alicia. So I would tell you, while, now that we're in relationships, my 2020 leave behind when it comes to relationship is my mother. Mm. Um, for anyone out there that may be dealing with, you know, parenting issues, for me, I don't have, I, you know, for anyone who knows my story, I wasn't raised with a dad. So my mom's validation meant a lot for me. And I realized that I've been hitting a wall and there's no coming to Jesus moment here with her. So in 2020, I just had a moment that I would have to love her unconditionally mm. and and just let go of my expectations of a mother, right? So I had this blueprint of what a mother should look like, sound like, and my mom wasn't adding up to that. Never mm. have, never have. And it was affecting me because I realized that many of the things that I'm trying to accomplish, I needed her validation. And when I didn't get it, I would go into this place of sadness. And so I did a lot of healing with my mother and even with my dad, even with my dad. And I said, this no longer serves me. And I did a lot of meditation and I did a lot of affirmation of releasing my mother. And I believe now in 2021, it's still work. It's not something that is easy for me. It's still work. It's just a lot of work because... I didn't know how deep it was for me to have my mom acknowledge my success, love me the way I created that picture to be in my head. And so 2020, again, I think you said it, it was a lot of time, especially during quarantine, you have a lot of time to think and cleanse. And so that it would be my leave behind. And the way I did that was really coming to a place of awareness that this affects me, this makes me sad and allowing myself to feel and cry and let go and then get through the proper healing to let go of that attachment. Mm, That's so good. And I love that. And I'm so happy that you've done that and you're in a better place with her. I feel like a lot of people can relate to that and whether it's their mom or dad or siblings and just that family validation or how you need people to show up. Uh, That's another thing. A lot of conversations I've had with friends is we've Mm -hmm. realized also how we need to be loved and how we need people to show up for us during this time because of all the different things we've gone through. And that in itself has been a learning lesson in terms of how to communicate this to people, you know, and you and your need for your mom to show up and appreciate and show you and validate you with your successes. So it's, it's wild when you really think about it and it ties back to kind of the love languages, right? Like when you think about, Amen. 
the love languages, how you need to be loved. Like that's not only from a romantic relationship, that's Mm. also every other area of your life, like as a being, like how you need to be loved is what those tie back to. And so sometimes you need your family to understand your love language. Because if I'm an act of service and I need people to support me in that form, it's not only my partner, I need my family to also provide acts of service and my friends and people around me. Yeah. And so that's a, they may not be capable, but I have a good group of people that I can focus on versus my mother, right? I came to a place of my mother doesn't serve me that way, but I have Alicia that serves me that way, right? Yeah. So just, I won't fall into that deep hole because it's so easy to do, right? Absolutely. Naturally, we have survivor mode all day. So you have to intentionally say, well, that's not going well, but I have such loving friends that support me along my whole journey with my career and everything else in life. That is one of the biggest things about living a balanced life is not one person can't serve every, all of your needs and you always have to tap into your friends, other people, and that's the beauty of having a community because people will show up for you in the other areas that you need the support because one person can't do it all. So I love that. This is good. This is such a good topic, Ange. So I think the next one, you're going to love this one. This one actually, I'm, <laughs> I, brought, I, I wrote your name down in my journal about this one. So uh, the number two thing that I'm leaving behind in 2020 is perfectionism. So if you you follow, if you follow us on Instagram again, you'll see, we posted about perfectionism. That was actually me just posting about myself, (laughs) hiding behind behind the MOTW account, FYI. (laughs) But, you know, MOTW wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Angelina, because I had this vision and idea that came to me strongly during meditation, but I was getting stuck on the details and I'm so meticulous and particular and I wanted everything to be perfect, 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 perfect. Where Angelina is really just a go-getter. We've got to go do it. She strives for progress and just taking the first step and her pushing me to let's post, let's launch, let's go. Meanwhile, I was sitting oh, on that. I think I remember that day. Yeah, I was sitting <laughs> I on remember the that day. and we just did it. And so I've learned a lot from you with the just acting on something, not getting paralyzed by perfectionism, because I think that's been a big issue for me in a lot of areas of my life. And really when it comes to career and wanting to do something on my own, like I really get lost in the details. And so I've been making a conscious effort to realize that I'm not striving for perfection anymore because perfection doesn't exist. Like we can't do that to ourselves, but what I am striving for is progress. And if I can make progress every day in small baby steps towards whatever I'm trying to work on, that's all I can do. And I'm doing the best I can. And I just have to let it be. So that's something else I'm leaving behind. That's beautiful. You know, it goes back to this MLTW tribe that we created because you're saying that and I'm like, that's great, but I need someone who actually pays attention to details. So, (laughs) you know, it's talking about complimenting each other, but I thank you. I thank you for that. It's 
it's interesting. Yeah, it's definitely a go-to. And then I look back, I'm like, oh, that's a type ton of typos in there. Um, <laughs> but you know, I, I love it. I love it, Alicia, because you definitely, if anyone out there who knows about just creating from scratch and just the, and I say the gratification that you get when you see your product completely done, it's something that, but it will also paralyze you if you're a perfectionist. So just to hear that you put that behind and you created such an amazing podcast that the community can lean on. I, I salute you for that. So Oh, thank, thank you. you. Well, we created this. What about, what's your yes. number two? What are you leaving behind as number uh, two? Do you have a number society, two or was it just yeah, one? I do. No, no, no. I'm trying to put the right words here so no one takes offense. Uh, society's expectations. Oh, the, oh, yes. <laughs> I love this. Okay. So, society's tell expectations. About, tell us about the box society keeps putting us in. Oh my goodness. It's so much pressure. And I know many of you can relate with us. It's like, you're supposed to be married by 30. You're supposed to have two kids by 32. You're supposed to have the big, beautiful home by 34. You're supposed to have your career and everything figured out by 35. And oh my goodness, if you're not there, you're such a loser. So, mm-hmm. or maybe I just created this blueprint on my own. Who knows? But I, I mean, no, it's, it's, it's pretty much kind of society's expectations. And really a lot of this is put on women. Yes. And create so much depression, so much insecurity, you know, so much of having to prove yourself. And I realized because for me, I'm 39 and I'm like, well, I'm not married yet. I don't have kids yet. Did I fail? Mm-hmm. And I remember having those moments in 2020 where I wrote a lot on my journal to God, just like, where did I go wrong? When I realized I did nothing wrong, life is happening exactly how it should and appreciating the moment that I'm in because everything is happening. The timing is supposed to happen. I'll have kids when I'm supposed to have kids, right? I'll have my husband when I'm supposed to have a husband and everything is just even my career. And so I made a promise to myself in 2020. And I remember this, I am no longer living up to society's expectations. I'm living up to God's expectation for my life. Amen. And that means I had to do a cleansing. And I think you've done this as well. We have to be careful with social media because everybody posts their, their reels, their, what do we call them? Their reels, you know, their highlights of life. And so we get caught up out, we feel so behind and that we haven't been able to achieve those things. And it's just, again, they're, they're not true, you know, because mm-hmm. how many of friends that we know that they put these stories on social media and when you speak to them, they're actually very depressed or n- none of it is true. Oh, it's yeah. all I know, I know plenty of unhappy, unhappily married people. I know plenty of unhappy people with kids. I know there's just, there's a lot of unhappiness in this perfect world, quote unquote, perfect world that society paints and wants us to all have. And it's not a real way of living. There's many different ways to do life. Yes. So I created my own life. That means I wake up daily and I have goals. I have the 2021 vision my vision board that I created and I'm leaving all that stuff behind. I am no longer. And when I mean it, I have made a strong conviction with myself. I don't care what anyone else is doing. I wish everyone the best, but my life is my life and I'm going to live it to the most. Mm, I love that. Well, if we learned anything from 2020, at least with me, the amount of death I experienced, it's that 
every day is a gift and a blessing and we have to live. We can't sit here and think about the things we don't have or that society expects this from us or that from us when tomorrow is not even promised. So society is (laughs) expecting us to do all these things by this time. Well, there is no guarantee you're going to make it to 30. There is no guarantee you're going to make it. So let's just be grateful for what we have now. And that's it. You know, I love that. that. My my number three was pretty much the same thing, but just worded differently. (laughs) And I said that um, I'm leaving behind the race against time. Uh, Mm. I, I always have this feeling like I'm behind everyone else. And I'm mm-hmm. sure anyone else listening to this, someone probably relates to this. But yeah, I always have this feeling that I'm behind. I am always a single one. <laughs> I'm still the single one. And, you know, that's a big thing. And it's not only society's standards and norms, but it's also something I deeply want for myself. Mm-hmm. And so there is a feeling at times of like, oh my gosh, like everyone else has this chapter of their life and I don't, where did I mess up? Similar to what you're saying, or what am I supposed to do now? And I want it to happen tomorrow. And but I don't, you know, and I'm living mm-hmm. my best single life right now. Like I'm in Dubai and traveling COVID safely, but for business, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm doing my, my little world tour right now. And I couldn't be doing this if I were in a real serious relationship or I had kids or a husband, like your priorities change, you know? And so I definitely think I am not paying attention to the race against time. I'm focusing on my life and my time. And my time is mine and no one else's. And so it doesn't matter what anyone else is doing, what everyone else has happening in their lives. If they're getting married, they're having babies, they're doing this, their company is number one. I I don't really care. It's amazing. But that's not my life. That's not my time. This is my time. So very much like you and like we're on the same page Mm -hmm. with that. And we're leaving those things behind. And we're just living our lives. That's it. Living our lives. Yeah, because there's a lot of good going on too. Yeah, there is, you know. And so I think that there's a lot of... My vision for 2021 is to have the year of breakthroughs and Mm. like perception shifts. I think that a lot of limiting beliefs and thoughts and just not, not seeing the world through the right lens was happening. Mm. And it was easy to fall into that in 2020. So... I'm doing a major perception shift and that's really what I'm focused on going into this year. And I'm just going to have fun and be grateful for every single day. And, you know, for me, my last thing I'm going to say is the quote that I'm standing on and living on. And if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see I posted this today, but it's from (laughs) Wayne Dyer. And it's, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. So that is literally how I am living 2021 is... There's more than one way to do life, right? And everything is up to your interpretation of it. No one else's. It's my interpretation of it. And so I am going to choose to do the life, do my life the way that I want to do it and choose to see it the way that I want to see it. And that's it. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, I like the quote. I'm going to say scripture. 
So it's called a scripture that I've been, I'm standing on and I've always stood on this is Proverbs 29, 18, where there is no vision, the people perish. Mm. And just going into 2020, 2021, knowing your vision for life, not your neighbors, right? Not your family members, not what your friends are doing, but for the vision that you want to manifest in your life, right? You have to have a vision. You can't just go into it, just winging it. You can't wing life. So for 2021, I'm being very intentional about the things I want to continue creating that I feel that I've been called to do in this world, in this lifetime, and not worrying about anything else around me, just aligning my thoughts, my heart, and my spirit with God so I can serve him fully this year. Mm. Amen. Uh, this is so good. This, this is so healing. And everyone listening, we would love to hear what you are leaving behind in 2020. Drop us a message, slide in our DMs, however you want to get in contact with us. We would love to know what you're leaving behind, what your vision is for 2021. And we hope you took away some good nuggets from this. And thank you so much for tuning in. And if you haven't, please subscribe to the show. It's really important for the show growth and rate and review us. And we will see you on the next episode. Thank you. Talk to you guys soon. Good morning. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.